0: You're listening to the Stag Sports Network podcast, only on fairfieldstags.com. Hello everybody and welcome to this very special Stag Sports Network podcast. My name is JJ Duke. Hope y'all are doing well out there. Um ever since we launched this podcast channel here on the Stag Sports Network, we've had the opportunity to talk with a number of coaches, student athletes and administrators within Fairfield University Athletics. But in this show, we're going to talk about something that's very new and a unique opportunity for Fairfield University students that want to dive into the world of sports media. Uh, Back in April of this year it was announced that beginning in the fall 2020 semester that there will be a sports media program offered within the university and this program is going to cover all the main aspects that you find within this industry including journalism, broadcasting, communication, public relations, much more. And it's going to be offered starting again this coming fall as both a major and a minor. So joining me today on this podcast are the co-directors of this program, which is Dr. Adam Rugg and Professor Matt Toles. Uh Gentlemen, thanks for coming on today to chat with me. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks. Definitely. And this is something, as we were talking before the show, me personally, when I went to school eons ago, this was something that I would have just jumped right at if it was there for me. Unfortunately, it was kind of the piecing it together to make it work within the sports media industry. But I'm curious to hear how you guys got this started, because it sounded like this was something that was planning over a good period of time. We'll start with Adam.
1: Sure. Yeah. So um, I think the we, we really started thinking about this program in earnest maybe about two years ago. Um, me and Matt both came into Fairfield University, uh, the same time, um, fall of 2016, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, we both do stuff in sports, uh, Matt and sort of sports journalism. I do work with, um, media studies, which is a, a more critical interrogation of, of sports and media, um, so we kind of already came in knowing each other was doing sports stuff. We, we knew that there were some sports classes around the university and the communication department and journalism and things like that. Um, but then uh, at one point there was uh, an offer from the um, College of Arts and Sciences to give out grants to faculty members who are trying to develop programs or minors, majors, other curricular innovations. Uh, and that led to me and Matt having a conversation about why don't we have a sports media program at the university? We already have the expertise and faculty. We already have uh, a number of classes that relate to it that already exist in different departments. Why don't we kind of just bring those all together? Um, And you mentioned that sort of cobbling together so that the sports stuff, Matt can speak to this too but but we both have lots of students who were already kind of doing this they they kind of gravitated toward us in our departments because of our sports background and you know they they often told us that they were basically majoring in sports media you know even though there wasn't any major like that um yeah so we we you know for two years we developed the how the program would work it's an interdisciplinary program um that operates across uh, numerous departments uh, and we pushed it through all the, the governance and faculty things uh, within the university. And we got approved last year to, to start for the fall. Same yeah, side I for was, you,
0: Matt. What was the your take on starting this program?
2: Well, I, I was, um, you know, I was going to say like, even in like Adam and I met so many students who are like yourself, <laughs> uh, just in our first year here, you know, the fall of 16, spring of 17. Um, I taught, um, an issues class uh, uh, issues in news writing in the spring of 17 um, that was focused on sports journalism. Cause I knew I was going to create that as a, as a regular class at some point in time and making it an issues class that first, that spring was the quickest I could do that. At least, you know, right when I got on the ground here in Fairfield and you know, I, I had um, I mean, it wasn't a huge class, but the students I had in it were like, Oh my gosh, you know, we've been looking for stuff like this, you know, you know, a class that, teach students how to go out and cover lacrosse matches. Uh, and we covered basketball and we covered um, baseball and softball. They wrote gamers, you know, um, and students were like, Oh my gosh, this is amazing. And then literally like, you know, later that, that, that year, uh, I think in De- December of 17, is when the the Dean of the college of arts and sciences put out the call for interdisciplin interdisciplinary programs or interdisciplinary interdisciplinary ideas i don't think they expected anybody to propose a major and a minor so we kind (laughs) of like blew everybody out of the water with what what we proposed um and uh you know i mean it was i knew that i wanted to do something like this as soon as i got to fairfield um and it was just really cool to be in the same hiring cohort with adam you know we're sitting there together in like what August of 2016 going through orientation. And we're like, sports, 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 sports. Um, And then it just kind of came about really nicely. So um, yeah, I'm excited about it. It's going to be a lot of fun, I think.
0: It's funny when we're chatting before we start this, and even just in the first couple minutes of this show, where immediately when you talk about the business of sports, just a smile comes on your face because you have that passionate group of people that work within this industry that know that, you know what? this is something that you drew. Okay. The first dream that you have is to play professional sports. Then if you're not able to do that, the next best thing would probably be working in sports media. So I'm curious, you talk about your students that you've come across over the past few years and talking about what they have done or maybe some opportunities that they wish they could have had. So what were some of those conversations like to figure out exactly, okay, so we've got a piece here. We got a piece there. How can we bring this all together to Appease not just one small group because there's a lot that is in this uh, this program.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I it's it's been crazy because um, me and Matt, I think we're we're in different departments. He's in English, you know, doing journalism. I'm in communication, um, and we just found that we just had the sort of the same type of students that were that were very um, enthusiastic about. The specific aspects of sports that they were involved in, whether sports journalism or on my side, I got a little bit more public relations and, and communications and things and like
2: that. I'd say we actually had the same students.
1: Yeah, right. yeah, I we mean, did actually. Yeah.
2: It was the same students who were coming to both of us as well. So sorry to interrupt. Yeah, you. yeah.
1: And I mean that's that's one of the, the, the things that led to that light bulb going off is that, you know, the these students were actively seeking out me and Matt and sort of combining, you know, the, the different courses across these two different departments to to do this type of work. Um, so so in a lot of ways the the students really led it because just through our advising and through the students we had, we just saw that enthusiasm. Um, I know for me personally, in in a lot of my sports classes within the communication department, I got a lot of athletes um, who were terrific students um, and really brought an enthusiasm and a knowledge about sports and a critical awareness uh, that really made those classes enjoyable. Um, And a number of those uh, students had internships at places, they wanted to go in sports media, they were always asking me questions about it. Um, So I could sort of see that. Um, In comparison to some of my classes, I, I would say those students interested in sport were already thinking about how they could get into the industry in the sports media industry, in ways that other students weren't quite as enthusiastic about with whatever they were thinking about. Um, so I do think there is something about sports that the people who are into it are really into it and they really want to, to get into it. Um, and it's a very popular field and it's very competitive and it's very demanding. Uh, and I think a lot of our students know that. So so they were really eager to, 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 to push us on how to get into the industry. And as we've developed this program, um, they've been really enthusiastically responding to it.
0: Matt, when we look at this curriculum that's set out for both, well, we'll start really more with the major. It's 30 hours um, to to gain the program. You need 15 hours of core curriculum, then another 12 hours of electives. Then you have kind of the end product, which would be the internship or the independent study. When you guys were setting out to figure out what courses would work the best? Were there some that were already there that was just an easy integration? And then were there maybe some that you're thinking, hey, you know, I've heard maybe another program doing a similar thing that we can nicely just weave right into our ideas?
2: Yeah, we um, uh, we we knew coming in that we wanted to um, at least have a solid core that would force all majors to take a, a class or two in all three of the areas that we think of of when we think of work the sports media industry right um the journalism side the broadcast side and the 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 communication media relations public relations side um and we were lucky enough um you know i had created the sports journalism class i created it in the fall of 17 after I offered that special issues class or news issues and news writing class. I created that as a, as a regular class, sports journalism. So that was already there in place. Um, Adam, you had a class also in communication that was yeah, um, sports focused. Yeah. I media and culture, sports media and culture. And the film television and media program had the sports broadcasting class, um, that, um, I don't even know if it's been offered since Adam and I have gotten here to campus. Maybe it has once or so, but we knew those three courses existed and they covered the three areas. Um, But we also wanted to have just a little bit more. Um, And so uh, the idea was our students would take those core classes um, and then hopefully develop an idea of what route they wanted to eventually go. You know, did they want to go work um, behind a camera at ESPN? then they could focus more on the broadcasting side. Did they want to go and work in the front office for the New York Yankees? Then they could focus on the, the calm side. Did they want to go and be a sports reporter for, you know, covering, you know, the NBA for ESPN? Then they could focus on the journalism side. Um, so we had those three classes that we knew already existed. Um, and then I created another class. Um, it's called intro to sports writing specifically for this major and Adam created sports media industries mm-hmm. um, specifically for the major um, but that so then that became the, the 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 five core classes so three existed already we created two to kind of round it out a little bit um, and then the electives are all basically the electives that have existed you know um, forever, but basically coming from the various um, departments that are included so uh there's digital journalism classes there's communication classes that are focused on media uh you know um there are uh film uh, ftm classes that are focused on video video production basically um and so uh and, and so hopefully our the students will do all of those and then they'll know exactly where they want to go for what type of way they want to go for an internship. And we're really going to be pushing the internships. I think that's, that's incredibly important. Um, you know, the the independent study is there kind of as, as a, as a safety net, but the internships is where, are, are where, you know, the students are going to set their path uh, when they start moving, you know, beyond Fairfield. So.
0: Yeah. And we'll hit on the internships in just a moment, but uh, to kind of close out this, the introductory portion of what this program is going to look like, I know you two are going to be involved heavily in facilitating, but are there any other uh, professors right now that are also going to be involved or, and also are there any guests that maybe you hope that could come on in and uh, give you guys a hand and helping share their experiences so the students can not only uh, absorb it, but help it on their own career.
1: Yeah. So, um, So we have uh, various faculty um, in communication who's also involved. Um, We we kind of have a steering committee for the the program that has multiple faculty members. Um, Rose Rodriguez in sociology teaches a a women's sports class um, that will be part of the elective curriculum and um, other faculty members have expressed interest to us about developing various types of classes. I think as this program uh, gets on its feet um, and that those opportunities exist, we'll see more faculty members who will want to create sports-focused classes that can link up with the program. Um, but Through the sort of the electives that are being offered as part of the the program, we have a a wide variety of faculty members and departments that are involved. Um, Matt did a really good job mentioning all the media classes. But another big part of sort of the elective uh, curriculum is uh, the amount of sort of critically focused classes, Uh, because as everyone knows, you know, sports covering sports these days is you're not just covering sports anymore you're, you're covering politics and social movements and all of these issues that are arising regarding race gender class and things like that uh, so we have a variety of courses in the electives that speak to those issues so that our students can kind of continue that that social justice mission of Fairfield through the program as well. Um, so they won't just be leaving the program, you know, knowing how to be a sports reporter or to work video and things like that. We'll also have this broader awareness. And I think that's going to be uh, where the program is, is going to really effectively utilize other faculty mm-hmm. um, because we want our students to have that breadth of knowledge that comes from, um, you know, a liberal arts education that, that really Fairfield is, you know, can do so much better than, than other universities that have sports communication programs. Um, so I think as the program grows and it matures, we're really going to be pushing to, to find ways to bring faculty members, even who, who don't have sports expertise, but have other types of expertise that can help our students into the program. Um, and if Matt, if you want to talk about sort of some of the, the things we're trying to do with, with people within the industry as well.
2: Yeah. Um, so, so we're one thing that we definitely want to do is bring people who are working in the industry and to teach as part-time faculty members. Um, and, uh, you know, we want our students taking classes from, from professional sports writers. Uh, we want them taking classes from professional broadcasters, um, and, and so on. Uh, And we're lucky to be in the perfect location for that. Um, I mean, this actually goes into another reason why Adam and I were thinking about doing a program here is because we're, you know, we're what, 45 minutes away from ESPN. We're not even that from NBC Sports. We're an hour from New York City and all the major organizations that are there. And and so we know these people are close um, who can come in and teach this type of stuff. Um, The intro to sports writing class is a class that I created, but I don't, I hope I never teach it. Um, you know uh, we're hoping that, that, that somebody from ESPN is going to come teach that class when we offer it in the spring. Um, so that's, you know, that's, you know, we want that because it gives or it will give our students the most, um, the most current up to date version of what's happening in the, in the industry. Um, but also because it'll, it'll, it'll be a a source of networking as well for students. So, you know, if a student takes a class with somebody who works at NBC sports and they do awesome and that person remembers them, right. Um, that's gonna, that's going to be helpful, uh, when they graduate and want to get, you know, and want to get their foot in the door. Um, so we're really excited about that part. We've had, we, I, I think I'm getting emails at least once a week Mm -hmm. from somebody in the industry who has heard about what we're doing and is asking how they can help and do they need somebody to teach um, a class here or there. Um, so it's pretty, it's pretty fantastic. I think uh, it's going to be a great, a, a great, um, uh, a, gr- a great thing for our students. I think.
0: Well, definitely you're going to be getting another email in the coming days. will will be from myself offering <laughs> what I can bring to the table and help you guys out. Because like genuinely just seeing and hearing what you guys are talking about, Not only just does it sound fun to be a part of, but it's something that you can really hit the ground running right from the start, get involved, because not only is this industry ever evolving, but it's something that you can also do while you're learning on the job. And this kind of translates nicely into, you talk about the location of where Fairfield university is amongst just this metropolitan area of so many different opportunities in sports media, but you have a division one athletics program on campus that's walking distance from the academic building. So I'm curious to hear what the conversations have been like between you two and the athletics department and see where can you both meet in the middle to provide opportunities, maybe even for some of the younger students, you know, coming right into the program and get experience right from the start.
2: I'll go ahead and jump in. Um, you know, I want to talk not about myself, but a a little bit of background. I'm a very practical person. I teach practical type of skills. I want to teach people how to be reporters. I went them going out and being reporters. And this is the one thing that I love about having a division one athletic program, you know, here at the university is there are going to be so many chances for our students to go out and do all three of the kind of, um, areas that we want them to learn. Um, and and hopefully they will start doing that from the moment they get on campus. You know, the moment they're a freshman, hopefully they'll be going out there and, um, you know, setting things up with um, the athletic department to work on live streams of, of you know, lacrosse matches or um, soccer, soccer matches. Um, they'll be going over there and getting a job in the sports information office to write game stories that go on the, on the, the, the Stags uh, website. Um, there's so many opportunities and and we've actually talked with the, the athletic department a couple of times about how we're going to, um, set this up and it's all, you know, it's just a matter of, of, you know, um, letting students see that the opportunity is there. Um, the students who are going to come in and declare this as a major, I'm assuming are going to be super, um, excited about doing this type of stuff. And so, it's not going to be hard to then say, if you're really super excited to do this type of stuff, you go head over to the athletic department. Cause they've got stuff for you that you can do from starters and, um, getting involved in that, doing that, doing those things for the athletic department, you know, kind of as a, an early internship or even a, you know, a, a part-time job or whatever, that's going to pave the way to them having a portfolio that they can then go and get a nice internship, um, off campus as well. Uh, so, I think it's amazing that that, to have what we have that we can direct our students to the moment they get on campus. Um, also say I'm the advisor of the mirror this, this year. And so I'm hoping we're going to get some students who are going to be writing game stories for the mirror as well and doing sports stuff for them. Um, and I don't know pipe dream. Hopefully at one point in time, we'll have a TV station that we can start doing, um, TV programming as well, covering Fairfield athletics. Um, you know, actually more traditional type of, you know, TV news covering um, the athletic department. Um, So I want to get students involved. I want them going out and doing the actual stuff um, that's going to to make them better. The earlier they start, the better they're going to be by the time they graduate.
0: And Adam, I'm curious to hear your thoughts on this. Matt was already discussing that possibility of having not an exact pipeline, but a real opportunity for students to come right in and get immersed through your program with athletics. So is that sort of a short-term goal in and amongst a year or two to see, okay, not maybe a mandatory requirement, but a realistic goal to have just about every one of your students that are in the sports media program to be involved with Fairfield athletics in some capacity.
1: Yeah, I think ideally we would want to get as many of our students as possible Mm -hmm. once they're in the program, once they're declared to, to find spaces within Uh, the university athletics to, to, to do that type of work. Um, You know, the athletics department has been really great talking to us, really eager. um, I think there'll be those opportunities uh, that our students can take on. I know me and Matt will be very um, vocal to our, our incoming students about, you know, start doing this as soon as possible. We are trying to provide these opportunities from the beginning uh, so that you can, you know, have a four year career of working, in the sports media industry, right? Developing, working, professional equipment, doing professional things—that's um, going to give you a big, uh, you know, uh, head start. And I think this goes back to our students um, who are interested in the program and interested in sports. They're they're all so eager and so enthusiastic. I don't think that's going to be a hard sell. Um, so, so I really imagine that that as this program starts in earnest, that most of our students will be doing that because. Um, they want to do it and the athletics department's been great about um, you know signaling to us that that they're going to provide opportunities for these students to to launch into so um, so I really think it's going to be a, a win-win situation where a lot of our students have those opportunities um, and through those opportunities, you know, the athletic department can, can have students who are building knowledge over four years and finding ways to increase the, the media coverage and, and sort of media content around the, the university and its so athletic departments and um, you know, so that'll promote the program, it'll promote the the athletics department, and it'll give our students the experience they they need and want. Um, so yeah, I think that's going to be a big part of, of what we're going to try to do from the very beginning with all our students is really immerse them in
0: that. Not only immerse, and I think it was an interesting point you just brought up a moment ago, and Matt, I'll ask you this one, is you're saying how you're someone that's teaching practical courses and wanting to get involved kind of at the ground level, sports media is a very evolving business where you could see something that was done three years ago. That's not even in any form anymore. So it seems like this program, yeah, you have the types of courses that you have right now, but how much do you think that things that you're teaching this fall or next spring that will be changed right on its head come two, three years from now?
2: Yeah. I mean, This is my life as a journalism professor
0: because (laughs) literally
2: everything is different. I mean, I, you know, I was a daily newspaper reporter up until 2008 and in the last 12 years, some things have changed. (laughs) It's, I mean, it's, I mean, it's constantly evolving. Um, And I think that's one really, one reason we want to have good connections with people in the industry because they're going to be the ones who are going to be able to say, this is how things are happening right now. Um, and this will allow us to kind of evolve the coursework, even the curriculum work, um, by being in, in touch with people who are working in the industry constantly. Um, I, you know, I might, my own journalism classes are different. I teach news writing, which is kind of the introductory digital journalism class on campus. And it's literally different every semester. I change it up every semester because things are changing um and the same will go with sports journalism which i uh i think will be i'll be teaching in the fall 21 it's hard to think that i'm thinking that far ahead but um you know that when i teach that class it will be different than how i taught it in the fall of uh, or in the spring of 17 um you know and that's one thing i love about that class too is we look at how it has changed as is right we look at how um you know, sports coverage has changed from the time it first showed up in newspapers in the early 1900s to what it's like today. Um, is it even, is there even a reason to do a game story considering anybody who's interested was probably watching the game or following along online or they've already clicked on the box score on ESPN.com? You know, do we need to do that? Or how can we tell other stories about that, that athletic contest? Um, so yeah, no, it's it's definitely changing, um, and uh, and that's one thing that I think we're able to handle, given um, both our connections, but also I think our background uh, in, in the in the in the in the in the sports in the sports media and area.
1: Yeah. If I can just add on to that, you know, um, you know, we've me and Matt have met with many people who work in the industry and, you know, ESPN in particular, since it's so close. And we had someone from ESPN say, um, it honestly doesn't matter if students come in with a lot of video editing type of skills because ESPN uses its own in-house, <laughs> uh, video editing software that is, is proprietary. It's just for them. So no matter what you learn on in college, you're gonna to have to learn new things anyways so you're not gonna be super far ahead of other people who come in and he's you know we've heard this from other people too that what they really value in people coming to work for them is, uh, a flexibility, uh, adaptability, uh, an ab- uh, the ability to move between and learn video editing, but also be able to write a quick story and create video and post mm-hmm. it on social media and know how to get it out that way. Um, so that's why we kind of created the program rather than doing, uh, you know, all these requirements on learning a certain type of video editing software or something like that. It's built around sort of knowing the the full extent of the media industries, understanding how they work together and being able to move across them so that now when you go into the the sports media world, you're able to um, do whatever you're asked to do. And most likely you're going to be asked to do a variety of different Mm -hmm. things that um, can be very different from each other. Um, so that's why I think our classes are are much more about teaching you know essential core concepts of different media types and media platforms and registers how to move between them how to do the same work in different ways um, which will give you kind of a a, a timeless amount of skill that that will be able to keep up with the evolving sports media industry
0: definitely gentlemen to wrap this up I'm for those who may be interested or have more questions about this program, how do they uh, get in touch with you and, you know, where can they go for more information?
1: Yeah. So they can, uh, they can email me or Matt. We're the directors of it. We're, we're sort of the very hands-on people. Um, those would probably be the, the best ways to, to go about it. Uh, if people want more information um, on the Fairfield website, there's a page for the sports media program. Uh, you could probably just Google Fairfield Sports Media and it'll take you there. That's usually what I do when I'm looking for it. Um, and that will have a kind of all the information with the courses and, and the outline. And then uh, of course, me and Matt's contact info. Um, and especially I think in these times where, uh, it's hard to meet in person. Uh, we're always happy to meet people over Zoom and, and sort of have meetings and, and inform people about the major as it as it launches. So for anyone who's interested, don't hesitate to reach out to me and Matt because we're really excited about it.
0: Well, guys, I appreciate the time that you've given us here today, and I wish you nothing but the best in starting this program coming up in the fall, which is actually, by the time of recording, is not too far away. So i it's <laughs> hitting the grindstone hard, but looking forward to seeing what's coming from it. Awesome. Thanks, Thanks for, for having us. Absolutely. And that's going to do it for this episode here on a special Stag Sports Network podcast. Make sure to stay with us on social media. You can find us at Fairfield Stags on Twitter and Instagram and the Stag Sports Net on Twitter. So until next time, this is JJ Duke signing off. Go Stags. Thank you for listening to the Stag Sports Network podcast. For past and future podcasts, visit
1: fairfieldstags.com.